Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. I worship you. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. 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 Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. 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 God is doing good things tonight. Amen. Amen. I'm very excited to be in the house of the Lord today. Today has been a good day. The Holy Ghost has been moving. I'm glad to be a child of God today. Amen. Amen. If you have your Bible, I want to turn there very quickly tonight to the book of Ephesians. Amen. Book of Ephesians, chapter 4. Amen. Ephesians, chapter 4. And we want to look at verse 14. Ephesians 4 and 14, and it reads that we henceforth be no more children, tossed to and fro and carried about with every wind of doctrine by the slight of men and cunning craftiness, whereby they lie in wait to deceive. But speaking the truth in love may grow up into him in all things, which is the head, even Christ. Amen. God bless you. You may be seated tonight, and we're going to preach tonight on growing up, growing up. There is a way that we can make some excuses. Friday night, the youth gathered here and I had talked with them for a little bit and I shared with them some of my childhood growing up in the church and it reminded me of a lot of things and it reminded me of some of the things I had to grow up about and some of the things I had to put behind me and some of the things that God had given me victory over and that is 
tremendous to look back and see how God has brought us to where we're at right now. And to know that it's not by anything that we have done, but rather it's by the grace of God. That He has seen fit to bring us to the place that where we're at. And He has given us His grace time and time again. Even though we make decisions sometimes that are not wise, but yet He is forgiving. And that He is allowing us another chance and another day. That does not mean that we take advantage of God, but it means that we are learning from our mistakes and that we are practicing what this Word is preaching to our heart and that we are allowing ourselves to be conformed and changed into the message of what this Scripture is telling us to do. I want to have a willing heart tonight to hear what the Word of God has to say to me. I do not want to make any, any kind of excuse or reason of why I will not humble myself and why I will not open my heart to receive the Holy Ghost the way that God wants to fill me with the Holy Ghost. I don't want just a little touch. I don't want a little splash over from the person next to me. But I want the Holy Ghost in my heart. I want to be overflowing with the Holy Ghost. I want there to be a change in me that I know for sure that I have been touched by Him. I don't want somebody telling me, oh, you got the Holy Ghost, you got a touch, you got... No, no, no. I want to know that there's been a change in my life. When I leave here, I, I want my mind to be on something different than it was when I walked in here. I want my desires to be different than what they were when I came. That's a change. I'm not coming... You may be saying, I'm not coming just to tell God what He wants to hear. I'm not coming just because somebody caught me and so now I feel a little guilty. No, I've come to pour my heart out to Him. And I've come to grow up here and stop making excuses for the decisions I make and the places I go and the things I allow to go on in my heart. You've got to realize there comes a point in time in your life that you've got to stop blaming it on somebody else and stop pointing the finger back to you and realize the trouble that you're in, the decisions that you made. It's because of what you allowed to go on in your heart. It's not because of anybody else. Amen. And you've got to find out that this truth is real in you and not just because it's being preached across this pulpit. Amen. God bless you. You may be seated. There's a lot of people that want to talk, a big talk. But when it comes down to the trial in their life, they are blown away. The scripture says, be you no more children being tossed to and fro. Don't be influenced by the things of this world. Don't be pushed around because you have no root and you have no backbone because you have no desire here to feel after what God is doing. When you fall in love with Him, there is going to be a desire in your heart like never before. And when something comes and tempts you and something comes to push you and try you, you're going to say, I don't, I'm not interested in that because I'm already in love. I'm not looking for a false, phony relationship because I've got the only relationship that matters. I've got something here that's more valuable than anything that you can come and tempt me with, devil. I've already tried all those things and I've found them to fail. Amen. But I know in whom I trust right now. I know the Holy Ghost that I feel in this service right now. I know that there's nothing that can compare to what's here right now. 
you look in the scripture and you see men that were tested. You see Daniel. Daniel was throwing the lion's den. <laughs> there wasn't nobody else to look at. There wasn't nobody else to turn to. Here he is, and all of a sudden his prayer got real serious. <laughs> it wasn't just, oh, Lord, I, I, I need your help here. Uh, going through a little something, and I'd like you to come help me out here. I think it was a little bit more than that then. Here's lions coming at him, and, and all of a sudden it's, oh, Lord. <laughs> uh, you know, I'm being faithful to you, but I know that you're going to bring me out because I'm being faithful to you. I love you here. I'm showing you that I'm not bowing down. I'm not turning around. I'm not getting pushed around. I'm not allowing myself to turn into what everybody else does. I'm standing here in what you've shown me to love. And you will find out when somebody makes their mind up and somebody makes a decision, I'm not going to go that way. I'm not going to allow this. I'm not going to listen to that. I'm not going to look at that. I'm not going to entertain that. I'm not going to allow that seed to be in my heart. I'm not going to dwell on that any longer. You'll find that there is a determination in one's heart that keeps them where they're supposed to be at, that keeps their mind on what it's supposed to be on. And when the devil comes... They don't bow down. They don't turn around. When Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, when they were told you must bow down, they said, no, 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 I'm not going the way everybody. It does not matter if everybody else does it. I'm standing upon this relationship that I have. I'm standing upon this message, this truth of the gospel that I've got in my heart. You want to talk about a dark day? Here's that furnace getting fired up. Oh, you're feeling the heat now. You think you're feeling the heat. What about the heat they were feeling? The scripture said the men that threw them in were burnt. But did they say, oh, uh, uh, no, okay, okay, no, no, no. I I'll bow down, I'll bow down. No, no, no. They said, no, I'm not, I'm not turning around. I'm not giving up what I've got. I'm not giving up what i got because this is more valuable. And yeah, yeah, if I died preaching this gospel, hey, I'm going to die preaching this gospel because I'm not going to give up for anything in this world. It does not matter what you want to bring against me. I'm standing here. Amen. You may be seated. I'm standing here. And I'm standing here because I see in my Bible how they were blessed. They were blessed for their faithfulness. They were blessed because they grew up. And they realized, this is who I am. I, I'm, I'm, I'm growing here, the Scripture says, in grace and knowledge. I, I, I'm, I'm trying to advance myself here in the Word of God, for I will not be a weakling. That I will not be that person that is pushed and pushed and pushed and tempted and tried and falling time after time after time after time. I don't want that. I want to stand solid upon what God's given me. I want to love Him for the message He's shown me in my life. I want to thank Him day in and day out because He has given me opportunity to serve Him. He's given me a chance to love Him. That's not a, a small thing. That's a big thing. It's a big thing that we're here right now in this house. So many of us have come from so many different backgrounds and have had so many things go on in our lives and our past and everything else and it, it's, it's a miracle that God has saved us and brought us to the place that he has and I was reading today and it, it was speaking of he said that you have called me before the foundations of the earth you saw me 
You, you had a, a calling on me. You knew what I was going to do. You've placed me here. And I, the writer said, David, I mean, uh, Paul said, rather, he said, I, I know this. And so I know that you've already called me. I know that you've already got a purpose for me in my life so that I know that it's no accident that I am where I am and I'm doing what I'm doing. But the devil wants to come and say all these different things and try to get you all these different directions. But you have to realize what God has already planned for you in your life. He's called me. And I don't want to throw that away. I don't want to take that calling and, and, and make it of none effect because of something I see. Because of something I want. But I know that the heavenly calling that God has put in my life is much more valuable. And I know with that, being faithful to Him and loving Him and serving Him with all my heart, I know I'm going to have peace in my life. I know I'm going to have joy in my life. I know that things are going to come together the way they're supposed to be. I know that I'm going to have victory over sin. And I know without that knowledge and without serving Him with my heart, I know I'll have no victory. And I know that I have no understanding. I know that I'm going to get trampled on every single time until I make that decision in my heart, this is what I'm going to do. I'm not going to just keep saying, oh, it's because of what they've done to me. It's because of what they've done to me. It's because of what they said about me. It's because of what they, you know, all these different things. You can make excuses for everything. Or you can just say, hey, that's life. But see, God's called me into a newness of life. God's brought me out of all of those things. He's brought me out of all of those things that happened to me before I got baptized in Jesus' name. And so I've left all those things in the water. They're buried in the water. And so now I'm walking in a newness of life. And that means I'm not going to allow the devil to bring up my past to try to use it against me any longer. And I'm not going to bring up my past any longer to justify the things that I want to do in my life right now. See, those things are buried in baptism. <laughs> it doesn't matter how you were raised. That does not give you the excuse to live a lifestyle in sin right now. It doesn't matter what you were affected by or how it affects you in any way whatsoever. That does not mean it's okay to do it right now and accept that kind of lifestyle. That's, it doesn't line up. God's called you out of that. He has separated you from that. He said, what communion hath light with darkness? That's why He has put you into His light, that you can walk and operate here in this fullness that He has given you. I want no part of my old life. I want no part of that lifestyle. I want no part of that thinking. I want no part of any of it. That's why when you feel the Holy Ghost, you feel the Holy Ghost because He has separated you from that darkness. You feel that because you have been called out of those things. And see, you want to try to have that good feeling of the Holy Ghost and still do the things you want to do. And you'll find it does not go together. You cannot put it together. And see, I enjoy the Holy Ghost much more than anything in this world. When I'm in my Holy Ghost mind, you may be seated. But when you ain't in your Holy Ghost mind, there are some things that begin to look pretty good to you. There are some ideas that you come up that you think that you may be able to figure something out. And you may be able to squeeze this one in here. Oh, no. I'm not looking to squeeze anything in. I'm full. Scripture says, I want my, my cup running over here. I, I ain't got no room for any of the stuff. I ain't got no room for garbage. I ain't got no room for filth and disgust. I have no room for that. 
because my heart is full of the joy of the Lord. And see, on my lips, the Scripture says, I want to have praises. I, uh, the, the, and Ephesians says, I want to have singing psalms and hymns and, and, and keeping the Scripture on your lips, meaning you're going to have a praise continually upon your lips. And it's going to, that means that your mind is going to be continually giving thanks and continually honoring God and, and continually keeping, keeping things in the proper place that they're supposed to be in. And that means you're not going to give any time to the devil or the things of this world. I ain't got time to to be lusting about something. I ain't got time to be listening to stuff I shouldn't be listening to. I don't have time to look at things I shouldn't be looking at because my relationship here with God is too important to me. My, my covenant that I've taken with God, is see, I, I took a vow with Him when I repented and I took His blood and I, and I received His Spirit and I, I said, Lord, I don't want these things any longer. I have not forgotten that when I prayed for that prayer of repentance. I have not forgotten that I do not want these things any longer. And that means right now, Amen. <laughs> Amen. That means, that means it stays the same. That means when you pray and you say, God, I don't want these things. Because when you're in the midst of a, a problem and, and everything seems like it's crashing down, everything, and nothing's going together, you're, you're in a big heap of problems and all kinds of stuff, then you're ready to pray. Then you're ready to cry out. When you're sick and you're about to die, then you're ready to pray. Then you're ready to get a hold of God. Right? Yeah, because then you see the lion. Then you feel the furnace. And then oh, all of a sudden you want to get super spiritual on us. Now you're feeling motivated to get a hold of something you're supposed to be had a hold of a long time ago. I ain't waiting until the furnace is getting fired up. I ain't waiting until the lions are coming to chomp me down. And, and, and nowadays I ain't waiting until they tell me I can't preach this any longer and I can't live this any longer. I'm not waiting for that. I'm going to love him right now. I'm going to keep my promise to him right now. Amen. You may be seated. I've realized it all goes back to one thing, and that's sin. It all goes back to sin every time. It all goes back to what you really want. So when you make up your mind you don't want sin, you make up your mind that you're ready to let go of it, and that you're ready to separate yourself from it, and you're ready to dedicate your heart to God, nothing can stop you. Nothing can stop you. The Scripture says that. This is what shall be formed against you. It's going to prosper. Nothing's going to do that. Nothing's going to be able to hinder you. Nothing's going to be able to slow you down from serving God the way you're supposed to. But when you are, are, are constantly straddling the fence and constantly getting pushed from one thing to another and you can't make a, a, a honest decision in your life, then you can't make your mind up to serve God because you're always going to be looking for something else. And something else you're always going to catch your eye. And something else you're always going to see. And you're always going to compare it. And you're always going to say this and this and this and all these kind of stuff. But you realize in life when you grow up, naturally, there are some things it's easy to make a decision about. When you're a child, you want everything. My, my daughter goes to a magazine and a little toy magazine. Oh, Daddy, I like this, I like this, I like this. She likes everything. Oh, yeah, great, oh, wonderful. <laughs> Praise God. <laughs> You got what you got, and God gave it to us, and we're happy about that. But when you get older, you sometimes you get wiser, and you realize that you don't need everything to make it. And sometimes you don't. I, can't, I guess that's not a very good illustration because some people never grow up naturally or spiritually, and they keep thinking that they can have everything. But 
we want to realize that there is one thing that's important, and that is to make sure that we have got sin out of our heart, that it's gone, that there's no more place for it, there's no more room for it, that there's no more ways being open for it to be in our heart, for that we're shutting the door, that we're closing it down, that we're making sure that we are dedicating our hearts to God. And we like to call that repentance. That's what repentance is. Repentance is completely getting rid of everything you've got in your closet, everything you're hiding away in your heart, every intention that's not right, getting it out. Getting it out. And saying, and being honest about it. And saying, sincerely, with your whole heart, I'm done. I don't want it. I don't want to be trapped. I don't want to be hindered. I don't want to be tied up. I don't want to not feel the Holy Ghost. I don't want to be in a place where I can't be used. I don't want that. Unless that is what you want, well, then you're going to continue to have sin in your heart. But when you're ready to serve God, you're going to do what's necessary and get rid of what needs to be gotten rid of for you can feel the presence of the Lord. I was teaching a Bible study to a lady today, and, and I, I told her, I said, I said, sometimes I feel like you, you struggle. And I said, and you get there, and I said, I'll, I'll pray with you, and, and the Holy Ghost will be moving. And, and I said, but um, you stop, just like that. Holy Ghost moving, you just stop. I said, why is that? Why do you stop? Oh, I don't know. I don't, I don't think I stop. I said, oh, you stop. I said, because the Holy Ghost is ready to pour out in your heart, and then you, you just you stop. And I said, are you scared, or, or, or what's the problem? I said, are you, are you hiding something there? Are you not ready to give it up, or, you know, what's going on? And, you know course you don't really get the answer that you know that you probably should but so I just didn't get an answer but I just went and told her I said we know the devil that's where he wants us to do he'll keep you on a leash and he'll let you go so far and you get that far then you you stop because now you know you're not comfortable any longer and and you're about to break through and you're about to get what you need and but yet you just stop right there in your tracks and you don't go any farther I said so you've got to press through that point and you've got to trust in God again and you've got to have faith and you've got to get rid of the garbage got to get rid of it because as long as the garbage is there that is your stopping point (laughs) because God cannot fill you with the Holy Ghost if there is sin in your heart and if you're not repentant about it if you have every intention to go back and keep doing the same thing he's not going to touch you with the Holy Ghost but we're being honest and we're realizing we need the Holy Ghost if we want to go to heaven, if we want to get victory, if we want to have strength, if we want to break through, we need the Holy Ghost. So that means we need to take out the garbage and turn our heart to God. Amen. I, I'm amazed at people, how they say one thing and they do another. I'm uh, working with another lady in Bible study, and she, I went, uh, had Bible study the Thursday. She said, I'm going to be there Sunday, Pastor. I promise. I'm coming. I promise. I'm coming. Nothing can stop me. And I'm bringing people with me. Don't you? I'm coming, and you, you, you just count on me being there. Okay, okay. Don't have to convince me. So I went back Saturday, and I just want to make sure. So I went back Saturday, and she, she said, oh, I'm going to be there. Oh, I'm going to be there. And see, I got her coming. I got her coming. I got her coming. Oh, we're all going to be. I hope you got a, a truck big enough to bring us all there. We're all coming. So, okay, praise God. We have a great service. So we're ready. And I go back today to pick them up. She sat on the front porch at the same time. She said, I ain't going to come today. I said, what happened? 
I said, what's going on? I said, you told me you're coming. Oh, I know, but, oh, you know. And I said, no, I don't know. Please, tell me what it is. What doth hinder you? Oh, I got things going on. I said, you ain't doing nothing. You ain't got a job. You ain't got nothing going on. I said, all you're going to do is you're going to sit here and you're going to keep doing the same thing that you do every single night, which you know is wrong and which you know you shouldn't be doing. I said, so what's your excuse? Well, maybe next Sunday. I said, oh, that's what you told me last Sunday and the Sunday before that and the Sunday before that. And not to mention every Thursday in between. I said, so I'm getting a pattern here that you really don't want to serve God. Oh, no, 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 no. Don't say that. I said, I'm not saying that. You're saying that because of your actions and what you're doing. I said, faith without works is dead. I said, so you can tell me all day long that you're sorry and that you want to serve God. Oh, I'm done with this. I'm done with this. I don't want this. I don't want this. But what you're showing me is that you've still got the same attitude, that you're still entertaining the same things, that you're still watching and drinking and smoking and everything else the same exact way. So that means, who do you love? You don't love God. You love this world and the things of this world. And so, see, I want my actions to line up with what's coming out of my mouth. Because the scripture said, one place he said, they come to me with their lips, but their heart is far from me. I want my lips and my heart to be one here tonight. I want to mean what I'm saying. I don't just want to say it. I want my lifestyle to back up what I'm preaching. Because if it's not, then that means you're going to be pushed down by the smallest little mosquito that lands on your shoulder. Oh, I'm going to die. I've been stung by a mosquito. I can't make it any longer. That's not a joke. That's serious. That's what happens when you don't mean what you say. When you don't practice what you preach. The devil will have your number and he'll keep pushing your same button over and over and over and over until you say, I've had enough. I've had enough. I now want to serve God. I now want to put these things behind me. I now want to put them under the blood where they belong. And I no longer want to resurrect them and bring them back and keep them in my memory and keep stirring them. I don't want that because I want to make it to heaven. I want to have determination. I want to do what's right. I want to stay on this path that God has called me on. I want to go in the right direction. I want my mind to be right. That's what I want. And that's what you want. But sometimes getting yourself to see that is a whole other problem. I want it more than the things of this world. I want it more than what my flesh wants. I want it more than what my eye sees and my ear hears. I want it more than that. I want to love God with all of my heart. I want to give Him everything that I have. And I want to follow after His Word day in and day out. I want to grow up. I want to put things behind me. The writer says, when I became a man, I put away childish things. It's time to grow up in the Holy Ghost. And stop wrestling with the same old spirit. You know, how long do you have to wrestle him before you realize that he's always going to win until you break through in the Holy Ghost? Until you finally are determined enough to put your faith in God and realize that God's never lost a battle. He's never been defeated. And so then why do you keep fighting on the wrong team? <laughs> I'm not interested in the other team. The team has no hope. But my team has hope. <laughs> My team is undefeated, and it's going to stay undefeated. And I'm staying on my team, which God has called me and placed me on. That's what I want. I don't want anything else. Even though it, it may seem like it's a good choice right now, it's not a good choice. Not a good choice. 
But it's always a good choice to serve God and to love Him with all of your heart. Amen. And a lot of it is just being discouraged. The devil just wants to discourage you and bring you down. And, and of course, Scripture says he's only come to steal, kill, and destroy. So he's only out to try to stop you from receiving what God's got. But you just have to remind yourself day in and day out that God is on your side, that he's trying here, that he's making every opportunity for you that he possibly can for you to be able to step out of your little world that you think you're living and realize who he is and come and humble yourself and let him fill you with the Holy Ghost. He's giving you that chance. For right now but you know that chance isn't always going to be there and you will finally make decisions that will keep you to a place that you will not be able to come back and fill the Holy Ghost again because you keep making that decision over and over and over and over again to go against then eventually you're not going to ever see the need again to come back to it I don't want to be that way every time those doors are open I want my hands up every day he wakes me up I want praise on my lips I want to be thanking him I want to be serving him. I want to be showing him. <laughs> this is not just what I'm saying. This is what I'm doing, Lord. I'm getting up and I'm showing you this is what I want. I'm, I'm, I'm going up. I'm going to be a big boy and I'm going to do what's right. And I'm going to stop making excuses and stop justifying. And I'm going to go ahead and do what I need to do. Joshua says, for me and my house, we are going to serve the Lord. You can do what you want to do. You can do what you want to do. But I'm going to serve God. I'm not, I'm not messing up my chance. For anybody. Sometimes the devil, he uses people that we know. And he gets them to fall. Or he gets them to try to persuade us a different way. And, and uh, it doesn't matter who it is. It doesn't matter. It should never matter. Because see, your heart is fixed on God. Your relationship is with God. Your love is with God. Your relationship was with him. It's not with anybody else. That's why the scripture says that we are not to put our trust in men. I'm not putting any trust in this world. My relationship is with God. I know who's touching me with the Holy Ghost. I know who's giving me everything that I am. I know it's nobody here. <laughs> I know that. And so that means I'm not going to get distracted by the things here. I'm not going to allow that to the devil to use that weapon against me because that's all it is. It's just the devil trying to stop you. I'm not looking at that. I am persuaded. My God can do all things. He can do all things. I know he can do all things. I've seen him do it too many times. I've read about him doing it too many times. And so that, that this helps me again and again and again to build my faith and my trust and my belief that, hey, I've seen many people fall, but I've also seen many people make it. There's been more people that have been determined to say, I'm going to continue with what you've placed in my heart. I'm going to stay with the message that you have given me. I'm going to live this gospel the way that it's supposed to be. I'm not going to allow these things to get my attention. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. When the Holy Ghost was poured out on the day of Acts, on the day of Pentecost in the book of Acts, the people looked at them and they said, what meaneth this? Here these people were being filled with the Holy Ghost and they're like, what's going on? What's the big deal? What's, you know, what, all this stuff? You know? And then, of course, Peter began to preach to them and then <laughs> the Scripture says they were pricked in the heart and then they said, what shall we do? <laughs> Your attitude needs to stay, what shall I do? And you need to be convicted when the Word of God comes to you. 
and let it change you into what he wants you to be. We never should be in a place where we don't feel conviction. We never should be in a place where we feel like we have made it. No, 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 no. Every day, I need the Holy Ghost. Every day, I need the Word to convict me. Every day, I need to realize that there's change that needs to be made in my life. It doesn't matter how many years I serve God, I still need to change. I still need to be perfected. I still need to be renewed. I still need to be redirected here day in and day out. I don't want last week's blessing. I don't want... That's why, the, that's why he told them that you only gather enough meal for one day. The next day, I'll provide again. The next day, I'll provide again. And the next day, again. Showing us we need to be dependent upon him and not on ourselves. Every day, I need a fresh word. And you know what? When you actually read your Bible and you open it up and you... God will speak to you. <laughs> he will show you... Every time. I am amazed. This afternoon, I started reading my Bible, and I just started laughing. I opened my Bible. I'm sitting there, and I'm like, oh, huh, okay. Right, right there it is. It's right there in front of you. But if you never utilize it, it doesn't do any good. But as soon as you realize, hey, this thing really works. This thing really works when you put it into your heart and let it begin to work. And you'll realize it's fun. It's exciting. But if you never... Uh, if you never, um, if you never push through, it'll never happen. We um, this afternoon, I, my wife and I were getting ready for service, and and uh, Brother Baser came back with a truck full of kids, and the other kids that usually come, they came. My sister Baser went and got her kids, and and uh, I, uh, my wife said, "Well, what are we gonna do? We're gonna have 17 kids today." I said, "Well, we're gonna have Sunday school," and she goes, "Well, they they won't all fit in the kitchen." I was like, "Well." We'll go in the kitchen, and you can stay in the other room. I said, that's a good problem to have. I said, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll make it work. And uh, on the way down here, I think back, and, and uh, I think back of, of uh, all the times that it was me and my wife, and we're there, and we're having prayer meeting with ourselves, and then come Ava, and there's me and my wife and Ava having prayer meeting by ourselves. And, and as it, it continues here, and, and then you see it grow. You see it happen. You see God blessing. You see the church growing and expanding. And and all and I'm not bragging on myself by no means, but I think back. What if what if I didn't stay there? What if I didn't keep preaching? What if I stopped praying? What if I what if I said, Senior Pastor, it, it's it, the city is not going to work. There's there's nobody there. But see, you always go back to the same thing, and that is the scripture says, His word will not return void. It will not return void. So when you stand upon the Word of God and you apply it to your heart and you say, Lord, I'm trusting in you. I'm believing in you. You've promised me here in your Word that you're going to fill me with your Holy Ghost. You promised me that you're going to give me the victory. You promised me all these things. It's not going to return void to you as long as you're faithful to His Word and as long as you stick to what you have committed to Him and say, I'm not going anywhere. When you don't go anywhere, God's not going anywhere. And when you're faithful to him, he's faithful to you. And when you're faithful to him, he's going to bless you. When he blesses you, you're going to see, I'm glad I stayed right where I was at. I'm glad I kept my hands up. I'm glad I kept praying. I'm glad I kept serving. I'm glad I did not allow the devil to get me to do this and do that. I'm glad for his grace. And I'm glad that we've been able to hold on. Just hold on. Just hold on. No matter what it is, you just hold on. 
and you just keep praising, and you just keep your hands up, and you just, you just realize it does not matter. Devil, you can bring it, but I'm staying right here. My feet are planted. I, I'm sawed upon this word. I'm not going to listen to what you have to say. Because the scripture says you resist him, and he's going to flee. But when you keep entertaining it in your mind, of course you're going to be overcome by it. I'm resisting here what he's showing me. I'm resisting to what he's saying. I'm resisting to the negativity of people and what they want to say about what I'm I don't care what you say about what I'm doing. I know the God that I'm serving. I know he ain't going anywhere and neither am I. I'm going to praise him until I get my blessing. I'm going to, I'm going to shout. I'm going to do whatever it takes to get into the place that I can receive the touch that I need right now. Amen. I need the Holy Ghost right now. I need the Holy Ghost. Right now, I need to break through. Right now, I need a renewing. Right now, you've got to realize, you've got to prepare yourself. And you don't prepare yourself by just sitting down and watching everybody else. No, 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 no. You prepare yourself by you getting in there and you breaking through and you getting filled, you getting renewed. Daniel didn't call for nobody else. Hey, can somebody else pray for me? No, 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 no. He prayed. It was his battle and he prayed. And this is your battle, and you pray, and you break through, and you get the touch, and you get the victory, and then you will realize what God's doing. Amen. Let's praise Him right now. Hallelujah. Amen and amen and amen. Ah, thank you, thank you, I thank you, Jesus. I thank you, Jesus. I thank you, Jesus. I'm bringing it to him right now. Hallelujah, it's time to examine your heart. And it's time to see what your motivation is and What's pushing your buttons? It's time to make the wrong right. There's no reason why you can't leave here the way that God wants you to leave here. There's no reason why you can't receive the Holy Ghost right now. Amen. I want to receive what God has for me right now. Amen. Let's come to this altar and pray tonight. Let's come and pour our hearts out to Him. We thank you, Jesus. Oh, you are worthy, Lord. I'm hungry for you. Hungry for you. Let your word make me brand new. I'm thirsty for you. Thirsty for you. Let your living water me through and through. I'm hungry for you. Hungry for you.
went through.